Turn with me into the book of Acts and we'll pray for the message and uh, I think you'll be blessed by it. It's a, it's a, it's a message about being grateful and, and that's what November is all about, changing our um, Thanksgiving into uh, 365 days out of the year uh, and, and learning how to be thankful uh, every day of our life. And there's always something to be thankful out there uh, today, amen. Let's pray for it, Lord. Just ask, bless the message today, and uh, through the power of Your Holy Spirit, uh, talk to, convict, um, heal, um, and and let it fill in the spots that need to be filled in. Uh, help these families, um, and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, the attitude of gratitude, or Thanksgiving to thanks living, however you look at it. It really does, it can, it can change your whole life uh, if, you, if you decide for your life to be changed. Amen? I'm going to read uh, 1625. I'm going to read that verse, and then I'm going to tell you what this, I'm going to put this in context of what's going on here with the scripture today. Um, and if you're a note taker, this is a great message to help people uh, come out of depression and anxiety and and all them kind of things that have been, you know, has, has been on, the this, this spirit has been on some people for some time. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. So they're incarcerated. And uh, we got to figure out what the crime is that, that happened here. And I think you're going to find out it's, it's really not much to do about anything other than just a bunch of Christians and evangelists um, out there um, serving the Lord. So go back to 1616, and you find out that Paul and Silas, so on this trip here um, in, in Philippi, you got Paul, you got Silas, you got Luke, uh, and you got Timothy. And there, and there could have been more people, but those are who I know are there for sure. Um, so they're out there, uh, and this is right after they got this lady converted named Lydia, who was, who was very well off, and she was starting churches. And it, and it seems like every time the church starts, Keith, the church starts to fill up, or you start to get momentum, then you, 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 you find out that the people that are ungodly or, or politicians, there's, there's mandates that come down, there's, there's things that come down that try to restrict and hinder the flow of the Holy Spirit. And, and you'll, you'll see that here. And it's not irony that we're, we're talking about this today. Uh, but remember about being thankful. And, 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 and wait till you feel the delivering power of being thankful. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. Let me tell you what divination is. You put it in the same category as, as fortune-telling, soothsaying, horoscopes, wicked, witchcraft. It's all an antichrist spirit. Right, right Leanne? It's an antichrist spirit. It's, a, it's not a spirit of God. Right. Well, let's, see, let's he, see who it is that's keeping this young lady bound, and you'll find out that it's politicians. And they, they like that. They like, they like controlling people. They like mandating and controlling people. They're making money off her. They're, they're pimping her out in a sense. She followed Paul 
and us around crying out, these men are servants of the Most High God. Proclaim to you the way of salvation. So these guys are going out in the marketplace in the highways and byways and they're preaching about the love of Jesus Christ. Well, when you have an antichrist spirit, when you have an antichrist spirit, Gary, it doesn't like churches and evangelists going out into the public square preaching about Jesus. That's what we're reading here. Just, just, just drill down and take a look at it. Take you about four seconds to figure it out. There's some people who just don't like Jesus. There's some people who just don't like freedom. They like control. And usually the people who are trying to control are people who aren't born again. Because if you're, if you're born again and you're a free person, you want uh, your family to have what you got. If you're free in Jesus, you want everybody around you to, to be free in Jesus. Well, these guys don't. Verse 18, and she kept doing this for many days, Paul, having become greatly annoyed. So sometimes as Christians, we have to be greatly annoyed before we start to do anything. Well, I think in America right now, Christians in America are greatly annoyed about what's going on in our country today. We, we just have to, what happens is you just have to push the right button to wake up the Americans. Right. Once, you, once you push the button, and it's usually, here's what's happening right now, uh, it's mama bear. Right. Amen. You, you, mom, mama bear, we found out what, what, what happens when you push mama bear. They're trying to push mama bear aside and say, don't worry about what we're teaching your children. We're just teaching them and you stay out of it. Mama Bear said, no, let me tell you something. And she went up like this and she said, I'll tell you something. It ain't going to be that way. It ain't going to be that way. She, they woke up the sleeping giants. And it's going, it's going nationwide. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm just reading what's in here and let's see if we can draw any conclusion to this. They became greatly annoyed. Turn to the spirit. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out at that very hour. Amen. Wow. So she had, she had a devil cast out of her. Demon. She had, she had, so all, everybody in church is going, hallelujah. The devil's been cast out of this girl. Yes. The, the devil's been cast out. That's what the Bible tells us to do. Church is happy about it. Somebody else ain't happy about it. Because they just watched this class. They just lost power. They just lost power over this girl. So what Jesus did is snatch another one out of the claws of, of the evil one. Verse 19. Let's see what they do about it. Let's see. But when their owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas. Well, here's something we ought to lock them up for. Casting the devil out of a girl. Hold on for a second. We're going to lock Paul and Silas up because they cast the devil out of the girl. We're going to lock them up. Let's see what they do here. 
Does this sound familiar? Anytime they, the, the good starts to happen in the community, they want to they lock people up or they want to silence them. They're, what they're trying to do is keep these guys quiet. Just don't worry. We'll, we'll run everything for you. Just be quiet. We'll take care of it. We don't need the church's input. We don't need mama bear's input. And they finally put their foot down and go, oh, yeah, you do, because what you're doing right now ain't right. It's time that we cast the devil out of you, son. And so now what they do is they start to make up lies. Let's see what they say. Uh, these men are Jews, and they're disturbing our city. Well, what kind of disturbance is that? Casting the devil out of a girl's a disturbance? If there's anything, it ought to be a celebration. I think it ought to be a hallelujah. Every time I told you before, when somebody gets saved, I think they ought to put that on the 10 o'clock news. Somebody got saved. Somebody got baptized and had Bible travel. Woo-hoo! Hallelujah! Amen! The crowd joined in. Oh, look at this. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept their practice. Isn't that how they talk sometimes? They just act like a bunch of little ninnies. They're doing stuff that we don't approve of. I mean, are you kidding me right now? Hey, just say something to this dude. Man up. Say it to him. Say man up a little bit. Verse 23, well, back to 22. The crowd joined in and attacking them, and the magistrates tore their garments off and gave orders to beat them with rods. Now that we're going to lock you up, we're going to beat you for casting a devil out of a girl. Uh, so they inflicted, they inflicted many blows upon them, and they threw them in the prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. So we know what that is. They're in handcuffs and their feet were in handcuffs. But here's the deal. You can be handcuffed and still be free if you're following Christ. So this is where thankfulness comes in and changes this whole equation. But you have to do all this in love now. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Say that with me, listening to them. Prisoners. Cell block D. Level five prison. The, 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 the baddest of the bad. And you got these two guys in here, Paul and Silas, singing to the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and all the people in cell block D are listening to the sweet music of Christ. So let me tell you what's going to happen here. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. And, and you see this come up in the Bible many places, that a great earthquake uh, what, what happens here is this great earthquake is Jesus Christ starting to act. So the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. And God's church said amen. amen. When the jailer woke up and saw this, isn't it just like the jailer? He's just sleeping on the job. They wake up. You're supposed to be guarding the prisoners. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors were open. He drew his sword, and he was about to kill himself. So that's the answer of the world. If we can't figure it out, we just need to kill ourselves, or we just need to just forget about it. And, and God says, no, 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 don't do that. There's a better way. Hang in there and trust Christ. 
He can change your life around right now. And I don't know who's watching here today, but they need to see this. I want you to hang on for just a second. God can come in and change your life. He can change your life and he can change it right now. Listen to the story. It gets better. The jailer woke up, so he, he was about to kill himself. And then here's the apostle Paul. He's getting ready to speak. But Paul cried out with a loud voice in verse 28. Don't harm yourself, for we all here. So God never intended us for to, to go through all of this by ourselves. That's why he put together the community of Christ, and he called it his church or his bride. And that's why the enemy fights so hard at trying to shut the church down. Because it's got the authority to change people's lives. So the, the jailer called for the lights and rushed in and trembling. So watch this. Look at the irony of this. With fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. So the very person that was beaten him before a couple of days out in the town square is now at the feet of the people who are bringing the gospel message. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So I think what happens here, and you, and you know this, uh, sometimes people want to know why you got so much peace right in the middle of the hell that you're going through. They go, I can't, I can't believe. It's like we was out at church at Warrington last night. It was, we was at the 5 o'clock service out there, and we had all kinds of visitors out there and I said I'll bet you guys can't believe that you're here on a Saturday night at five o'clock and that's God bringing us all together to do something very supernatural Paul cried so in the jailer called for the lights and he rushed in trembling he fell down at Paul and Silas feet and then he brought them out and said sirs what must I do to be saved so he's waiting for this long answer and he's probably thinking oh I gotta know this scripture and I gotta uh, I, I got I to gotta know about this pamphlet, and I got to know the church handshake, and I need to uh, knock on enough doors or light enough candles. Paul says, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Can you imagine trying to remember all that stuff? Knock on this door, light this candle, do this, do that, don't do that. I, I would have it all screwed up. I'd go, what did he say? I'm supposed to do this. The apostle Paul doesn't say anything like it, and I'm glad that Jesus set it up this way in verse 31. And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus. Believe in the Lord Jesus. That's all you have to do is trust in Jesus and the redemptive work that he did at the cross at Calvary. And he says, and you will be saved, you and your household. Amen. Now, I want, I want to ask you guys to rise with me as I, as I finish these last couple of scriptures here because these, these could be the most important that I talk about uh, today. And I'm going to, and, and as they're, they're playing a little uh, background music here for this altar call, I, I want you to be reminded that we're getting ready for the Lord's Supper. So I was thinking about this last night as uh, we were uh, celebrating in the Lord's house. There was a young man that came by the church and um, in you know, we're getting ready to go into church, and he was, I'd say he's about 20 years old. He was just kind of walking up and down the sidewalk and this, that, and the other, and uh, we in, we invited him in, and he sat in the front row and had a great time. So here, here's, here's the moral of this story here for a second. I want you to close your eyes and think about this, and I don't know if you have any children in your family right now. Listen very carefully. If you have any children right now in your family that are that are kind of wondering or or they're you know meandering or they're doing whatever they're doing I, whatever whatever young people do I remember what I was doing when I was twenty I want you to think about this 
Now, th these young people, Rick, they could, they could wander into a packaged liquor store or a crack house or, or uh, now they got the CDBs or whatever, all these things, these pot stores. Or, or, or watch this, or Terry, he could walk into a church. Oh, hold on for a second. We have to keep this option open. We have to keep these churches open because one day one of your children might be meandering by one of our churches. And they and, and here's what they need to know, Jeannie. He, he says, can I come in? Did you hear what I said, church? I have no idea who this young man is. But I, 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 said, I said, everyone is welcome at the church. And he sat in the front row. And open his Bible. He had this Bible open the, the whole time. And I don't know where he is today or whatever or, or where he's going. But I think about me and my family and my children and my grandchildren. And I hope that there will always be a, a word-preaching church uh, for my children and for your children. When they're driving around on Saturday night. I want you to think about it for a second, uh, Terry. On a Saturday night, driving around. And we make decisions all over, all the time on, well, we go here or, or go there. And then all of a sudden they end up at a church. I <laughs> just go, yes. I don't think you really understand how important the institution of, of God's bride is until you need it. It's kind of like, like a seatbelt. Some of you guys have been in horrific car accidents, and let's be honest, a lot of us don't wear our seatbelts, and we should. It's, it's kind of a pain sometimes. And maybe it is kind of, kind of a pain to get to church. We, got, we can think of all excuses and everything. But aren't you really thankful, Mrs. Chittenden, that it's open today? Just, just thankful that it's open. You just go, you, you just go I, know, I, know the one I know the one constant. Have Bible will travel will be open on Sunday. They'll be open on Saturday, God willing. And there'll be that one guy and, and all these crazy people that he'll be pounding the pulpit and tell everybody to get saved week after week like he always does. Amen. And one of them might be one of your kids that walks in the church and ends up getting born again. Yes. Man, what a what a what a powerful message. We, we ain't going to let go of this. We, we ain't going to bow down to the magistrates or the government or the, you know, the power brokers. Because we call on one way with an office way higher than all offices. And his name is Jesus the Christ. He's the anointed one, the appointed one, the chosen one, the one I tell you about week in and week out. And he'll be there with you all the way to the end. And I want to ask you to make a decision for Christ today. We're going to, be, we're going to do two, two things in this altar call. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all were in his house. And he took them home that same hour at night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and his whole family. He said, man, I'm excited about this. I want, I, want to, I want to be saved. I want to be baptized. And then watch this. Here's Pastor Pat's, one of his favorites, in his house, and he set food before them. Uh, 
Hold on for a second. Let's let's do this. Let, say this with me. Let's break some bread. I'm all for that. I'm all for people getting saved and going out on Sunday. Didn't you used to not almost stand it like back when you was a heathen and all them church people would come and arrest us? Oh, here comes all the church people. Now look at us. We're one of the church people. Hallelujah. Yeah, amen. Open, open, open up the banquet center. We're ready to come in. And his entire household believe in God. How about your household? Everybody in your household believe in God? And I'm not just talking about we, we, believe, in, we believe in God like the devil does. The devil believes in God, but he ain't saved. I want to know today if Jesus is your Lord. Yes, he is. So here, here's what we got to do today. Here's what we got to do. Listen. We have to be thankful today for what God has deposited in our life. Perspective is a wonderful thing if you look at it through the eyes of Jesus. So I'm going to do the same altar call that I did last night. And we'll just drop these house lights down for just a second. I'm going to ask this question, and then I'm going to count, because I believe if you don't make this decision right now, I'm afraid that you may not make it. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Do you remember a day that you have given your life and you say, yes, for sure, Pastor Pat, I'm born again. And maybe it's online. Maybe there's somebody that's online. Or maybe it's somebody watching on their phone and they pulled their truck over, they pulled their bike over, they're watching this broadcast and they go, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. I want to give my life to Jesus. Come on down. Get a piece of this. Let's pray for that person right now, or maybe they're right here in the sanctuary. One, two, three, raise your hand if you need to be saved right now. Right there with that hand raised. Keep it up there. Just say, and here's what you do. You just say, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. Right where you're at. Just right there. Can you imagine that? Asking Christ into your life, and then you'll have that day on November that you gave your life to Jesus. Yes, I want to be saved. I want Jesus to be my Lord. I want him to be my Savior. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I receive him now as my Lord and as, and, and as my Savior. Now, this prayer here is for all the, all the believers, everyone that has trusted Jesus as Lord. You've been dealing with fear. You've been dealing with depression. You've been dealing with anxiety. You've been dealing with things that, that the Bible was talking about. That the, you, 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 maybe you're in fear of your life or fear of your job or whatever it is, what I want you to do is I want you to, I just want you to migrate down here right now and when you come down I want you to deposit all that anxiety all that fear, all that depression all that stuff, one, two, three, come out of your chairs, come on, come on down, good right there, one, two, three, good right here, one, two, three, all you right here come on, keep coming 
and you just had to get real before God just go, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to deposit it right there. And maybe some need to kneel if you can kneel, whatever your case may be. But no, here's the deal. I don't want you to walk out of the building here and go, I'm going to take it with me again and I'm going to try to battle it. Here's the deal. That's why you're in church today. You can't battle it on your own. But with Christ, all things are possible. Get rid of it here. Get rid of it now. Get rid of it today. I'm going to pray for you right now. And then I'm going to ask some of these mature believers to come up and start praying for these people. Would you, would you come forward, Terry and Trudy and Steve and Keith, and come forward and just start praying for some of these people that are here right now. Just pray for them right now. Don't you like praying for people? Stuff, Lori, stuff happens when you pray. Don't ever stop praying. Don't ever stop praying. God can change anything in your life if you get to. Let's pray for them right now. So, Father God, I want to I want to pray for uh, these people that are here, those people that are here, those people who are online right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the delivering power of the Holy Spirit to deliver them from depression, anxiety, and, and fear. It's all got to go in the name of Jesus. And let it be replaced with the spirit of the living God. And Lord God, as we get ready to celebrate the Lord's Supper, that we, we, we remember the accomplishments that, that Jesus did for us so we can be set free. And, we'll, and when we take it with clean hands and a pure heart, that you bless that. And we give you the glory on this wonderful Sunday. In Jesus' name, amen.